Are you one of the thousands of people who have added to their family through adoption? How do you sort out all of the resources, unravel the myths, and get started? Welcome to Adoption Unscripted with Micah Johnson. On our show, we introduce you to the families, the adoptees, and the experts who can answer any questions you may have to make this the wonderful experience that it truly is. Now, here is your host, Micah Johnson. Welcome back, everyone, to Adoption Unscripted Radio. I'm Micah, your host. Happy Friday. Um, I can't believe it is the last week of September already. In our house, uh, we, my sister does this too, we jump into our holidays the minute that we see the first leaf turn color. And we carry that on throughout, I'm going to say, the 15th of January. So we have some rituals that we do. We collect leaves. We collect pine cones. The other morning, I went out to our Kroger grocery store here in Nashville. I was actually in Brentwood. And they had these cute little baby pumpkins. And and so I picked up a couple of them, and I brought them home, and I gave one to my daughter. And I was like, here, Grace, here's a pumpkin. And she's like, what am I going to do with this? And I said, well, hey, we're celebrating fall. And we're celebrating the holidays. And she was like, it's just September. Yeah, I know it's just September. But in our house, we celebrate the holidays in October, the V in October. So welcome to the holiday season for any of y'all who are like me. I think I mentioned last week that by far, autumn is my favorite uh, season. And it's wonderful here in Nashville. The weather is great. There's low humidity. We have, it's warm here. I'm going to say up throughout Thanksgiving sometimes. It doesn't really get cold until after Thanksgiving. I mean, like in the 50s, but really still very pleasant. So as you can tell, I'm really thrilled that fall is here. On today's show, we are going, it's, it's, it's a great show today. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, as you know, I'm a transracial uh, consultant. I'm working with families here in Nashville, uh, my sister and I. And one of our favorite topics, one of the favorite workshops that we do is about hair. It's called Hello Beautiful. And we do a workshop series where we help folks to manage their black and brown children's hair. Now, for the, for the most part, we are working with parents who have adopted black, African-American, um, African, biracial, Haitian children. Because our hair, and I'm going to put myself in that group, and it's, it's a big group, but our hair tends to be the hair that we have, uh, that can cause the most challenges when trying to manage and style and take care of. So whenever we do the Hello Beautiful workshop, um, it's super fun, very interactive, and it's one of our most popular workshops. So I thought that I would give a little mini workshop, Hello Beautiful workshop with you guys today, because it never fails that I always see that one child with their mom, and it's a transracial adoption situation, and the child's hair is looking a little unkept and a little messy. And I want moms out there to know that when, if you're, you know, walking in the grocery store and you come upon a black woman and you have a child that's black that you've adopted or you're in fo- or you're fostering, and that black woman looks at you because your child's hair is messy. I can't speak for all black women, but what I can tell you, our first thought is not of judgment for you. Our first thought is that we feel sorry that the child has to 
go out with their hair like that, mostly because of the way we internalize how we look. And in our community, hair is a big deal. And and we put a lot of emphasis on our hair. We spend a lot of money on our hair in the African-American community. We take a lot of time with our hair. Anyone that's taken their son to the barbershop knows you need to settle in and bring a book because you're going to be there for a while. I remember going to the hair salon with my sister and we would pack lunch because we were going to be there for at least four hours. So we, and that was fine. We had no problem. We actually enjoyed it. It's just a part of our culture. And we, like I said, we put off emphasis in it. So if you see some, a black woman and, and your child hair is looking a little messy that day and she gives you the look, she's just really, really, I think, feeling sorry that the child has to go out like that and, and how that must make them feel. It's not a judgment. I also want to, of your parenting, I don't think it is, and I don't judge, because I don't think that a lot of parents know how to manage their children's hair. It's not that they don't want to or they're being neglectful. They just don't know how to do it, which is a great segue to a story that I'm going to share with you, because I think that a lot of white moms look at we black moms and think, oh, they have it down. They know how to do their kid's hair. I mean, look at their hair. It looks great. They know how to do it. Well, I'm going to share a story with you that is going to make you feel better, I hope. And while at the same time, making a really close friend of mine, maybe not feel so great. But I asked her if I could share the story and she said I could. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And this was a long time ago, but I have a really close friend, one of my best friends, and she has a daughter. Her daughter is now in college, and she's a beautiful girl, um, and she has a lot of hair. I mean, I remember when she brought her daughter to my baby shower, she could almost sit on her hair when she pulled it down. It was super long, and it's super, super thick. And she's just not ever been really good at doing her own hair, and we, I used to do her hair in college. I'm giving so many things away that someone's going to say, I know you're talking about, but don't tell anyone if you know who I'm talking about. Keep it a secret. But anyway, so she told me a story that when her daughter was, I think, in elementary school, maybe young, like maybe kindergarten or first grade, or maybe even younger than that, she had her hair in two ponytails. And they were kind of like the ponytails. That it's thick at the top and then really thick and then the braid comes down at the bottom so you like you have on a helmet with two braids attached to it and she would just kind of brush it back and send her off to school and um, one day someone from DHS which is our Department of Human Services came to her house because the her daughter's teacher had turned her in for possible neglect because her daughter was coming to school looking so crazy in the head that the teacher thought that there must be some neglect going on in the house because if it wasn't, why would you send your child to school looking like that? And I share, that's a, that is a true story, hand to God, I swear it's a true story. This woman is a black woman, okay? But she just doesn't have the ability to do hair. So it's not something that we are born with, that we instinctually have, we have to learn and we teach ourselves. And when we don't know how to do it or we I have a friend who's left handed and she has gorgeous hair. But I did her hair in college, too, because she couldn't do her own hair either. So it's more prevalent than you think. We just will we just will search out what we need to find to get our kids hair done. Um, and we'll pay the money or we'll take the time to learn to do it ourselves. So if you think that we it's easy for us, it's not. 
Um, I have a picture of myself when my daughter was about three, and I have it poked on one of my boards in my office. And I am sitting there, and she's in my lap, and her hair is all over her head. I mean, looking like broccoli, just crazy. And I am sitting behind her looking so sad doing her hair. And if I can get up enough courage to post that picture on my um, website, I'm going to because I look crazy, too. I have a scarf on, so I look crazy, too. But just so that you can feel good, like, hey, you know, we all have that struggle once in a while. So what we're going to do today is we're going to jump in and tackle and demystify doing our African-American, Black, Haitian, African, biracial, mixed child's hair. Um, We have a couple of products that I am going to mention. I am not a professional. I am someone that learned myself and taught myself. As you heard me say, I've been doing hair for many, many years. My own, my daughters, my friends. My sister and I had a little side business, as I said, so in college. So we've done hair a lot. I don't think you have to be a professional to be able to manage your children's hair. I just think you have to take the time and put the time in there. And we and everyone can do it. We all can do it. And I tell you, I received, I posted other questions on Facebook and Twitter before, but I received so many questions from moms and just moms saying thanks for taking the time. You are welcome. You are welcome. And I hope this helps you. And if it does not, and you think, Micah, you didn't answer my question, I want you to send me an email and uh, to hello at adoptionunscripted.com and I will try to answer that for you. And a little later on at the end of the show, I'm going to leave a number that I have that goes with the um, email. You can even call me, leave me a message, or you can record a message, and I'll try to get back with you and work it out. So we are going to go over these things in the show today. We're going to first talk about the needed supply list. I have a list of about, let me see, seven or eight things that I think are must-haves when doing your child's hair at home. We're going to talk about wash day. And I'm going to share a story about that, wash day, and um, what we need to be prepared for wash day, how to detangle your hair, your child's hair. We're also going to talk about how to achieve a softer mane, how to make your child's hair more manageable, easier to control, easier for styling and to help the styles last longer. And then at the end of the show, I am going to answer some of the questions that I received on Facebook and Twitter. So I got that. I've said a mouthful. I really have. Um, I'm going to talk really slow. I'm going to give lots of examples, give you some products. But what I don't need you to worry about writing this down. If you're driving in the car, you're walking your dog or you're exercising, don't worry about taking out your paper and pen or trying to pull over. I'm going to put all this information on the website, give me till the end of the day because I'm still getting questions in even as we're talking right now. Give me to the end of the day and I will have all that information. I took some pictures. I went to Walmart, Target, and Sally's yesterday for y'all and spent the day taking pictures of some products that I think might be helpful. I even interviewed the manager at my local Sally's. So David, if you're out there, here's a shout out to David at Sally's in Brentwood, he was fantastic and he gave me lots of tips for y'all and even gave me uh, a list of what products parents mostly purchase at Sally's. So we have a really full show today, absolutely full show. 
And um, I, I think I have a little bit more time. I want to share quickly with you uh, about when I used to wash my daughter Grace's hair. And my sister does the same thing with her daughter Layla's hair. We take all of the things off the kitchen cabinet. We put towels down and we let our children lay their head back into the sink. Now, that is a great tip. Because we don't all have those shampoo hair bowls in our home that they have in salons. So my first tip for you is just take the microwave, the coffee pot, all of that stuff off the kitchen cabinet. Put some towels down and allow your child to lay her head back in the sink. That will save you so much trouble you won't even believe it. That's tip number one. Okay, so if you guys want to stay tuned, we will be right back. And we're going to jump into how to tackle your your African-American or black child's tangles. All right, guys, we'll see you on the other side. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you are an adoptive mom, you know that adopting can be the most profound experience of your life. But sometimes the journey of an adoptive parent can feel daunting. We can have these great wins, but we're not immune to setbacks that leave us feeling frustrated, confused, and lonely. Imagine a whole group of like-minded moms going through this alongside you. Moms who understand the goals and dreams you have for your child, but who also understand your challenges and fears. Moms supporting each other by clearing out those limiting beliefs we tell ourselves, quieting the noise around us, and getting back to our happy and healthy families. Join Micah Johnson for the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind. It's an online community for moms with regular meetings, one-on-one coaching and consulting, a private Facebook group, and much more. For more information about the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind, go to adoptionunscripted.com forward slash mastermind or call to chat with Micah directly at 615-392-0294. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You are tuned in to Adoption Unscripted with Micah Johnson. If you'd like to reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at adoptionunscripted.com. Now back to the program. Okay, guys, we are back. This is Micah Johnson. You're listening to Adoption Unscripted. And today we are tackling our black African-American biracial mixed race child's tresses. So let's get in with the let's jump in with the supply list. Okay, so I went to Target, Walmart, and Sally's because I figured that most folks have those in their area. Plus, all of these stores have online, so you can purchase these things online if you don't have these in your area. But I think I'm almost positive about Sally's and Walmart and Target and pretty sure about Sally's as well. Okay. 
So the first thing that we're going to need is a wide tooth comb. You can purchase this wide tooth comb. I think it's a little bit expensive at Sally's. It's around $8.50. You can get that same comb at Walmart or Target for anywhere between 3 and $4. But it is a wide tooth comb. I will have photos of all of these items on the website later today. So don't worry about it. You will purchase a Denman brush. Okay. This brush is magic. It is, it's, a, it's a magic wand for your hair. My sister got one. It was $18. I was like, whoa, I can't spend that much money on a brush. So I didn't. But I saw her whipping through her daughter's hair. And I had to use it myself and on my daughter Grace's hair. By the way, different hair textures in the same family. So this brush was whipping through all of our hair textures. My daughter Grace's hair is softer and, and a curlier. My, my niece Layla's hair is wavy. My sister's and my hair is kind of coarse, very thick and coily. So and extremely dry. This brush worked with everyone. This brush is $11.50 at Sally's, worth every penny. Now, they do have those at Sally's that are more expensive, but this is the one that I have and my sister has, the $11.50 one. It's fabulous. I have a picture on the website. A rat tail comb. That's a long comb with a pokey, skinny end and very thin um, teeth and a very little space between the teeth. This is great for parting the hair When you're doing fancy styles and you need a straight part, it's great for parting the hair. You need a brush to to smooth the edges of your child's hair. Sometimes our hair can can stick up or get poofy around the edges. You're going to need a a smoothing brush for that. They had that brush at Sally's for eight bucks, but I did find it at Walmart and Target for four. You're going to need a spray bottle where you can, and I would think you should get a couple of these spray bottles because you're going to need different spray bottles with different concoctions and potions in them. So you're going to get a couple of those. They had them at Sally's for $1.99. I found them at Walmart and at Target for $1.19. And at the Dollar Tree, I found it for a dollar. So don't forget to catch them and get some of those while you're out. And you're going to need some butterfly clips. You guys probably know what those are. I have a picture of those on the website as well. I get all of my butterfly clips from the Dollar Tree. So because they break easily no matter where you get them from. You can stock up with those as well. If you're using hair ties, and we use a lot of hair ties on our children's hair, you don't want to get the kind that are like rubber bands that's going to break and snap the hair. You want to make sure that you get the kind that are either, they look like um, crochet, those little crochet loops. They're kind of cottony, very soft. Or you want to get the kind that's wrapped in something, um, but not a nylon, but you don't want to get the rubber band kind. Or the really skinny ones. Those are bad for our hair as well. Now, I need to go back to this brush, this Denman brush. Um, It is fantastic for kind of combing and brushing your hair, detangling at the same time. I have no idea how it works. I'm not even going to pretend that I do. I'm just going to say that's a must-have. And I did not see it at Walmart or Target. I only, I've only seen it at Sally's. If y'all know where you can find one that's not at Sally's, please leave me an email and I will make sure that I post it on Twitter and get it out on social media because this is a must-have, this brush. The spray bottle is a must-have as well. You want to make sure that this pump works because if you get the kind that have like the clip pump, that's better than the one that you push down. 
I know you're thinking, is this a science project, Micah? Why are you so serious about this? Kind of it is because you want to have the right elements to get the right outcome. So you, you want to make sure that you have these things because it's going to be important that you have all of your your tools and and things ready when you start doing hair. Okay. Now, the wash day routine. The biggest issue we have with the wash day routine is that people tend to put that that off. They put the wash day routine off because they just don't want to tackle the hair. And I've been there. My daughter's hair did natural dreadlocks once because I didn't wash it because she would cry and she would say she was drowning and then she would we'd take breaks and watch a little Barney and then I'd give her a treat and I'd bribe her because it was a horrible horrible experience for me until I was like you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dive in and man up and get it done and I did but I in the beginning I put it off and I have experience doing hair it was just such an emotional experience for us both until I got the right products and I made it fun and we did take a break if you have a child with a lot of hair you can take a break in the middle because everyone needs a break but for me it was challenging too and I would put the wash day off first thing I'm going to say ladies and some gentlemen out there do not put the wash day off because it's you're going to pay for that we shred we shed I think I saw on Dr. Oz once that we shed an average of 50 to 100 hairs a day so when you don't get those hairs out of your child's hair they just fall out of the your hair out of the scalp and they sit in there and they just create a tangled mess so that's why you don't want to put that wash day off if you have your child's hair in cornrows or in braids and the cornrows for those of y'all who don't know are the ones that lay flat to the head and the braids are the ones that that hang off the hair so they aren't attached except for at the very bottom. If you have styles like that, they can last forever. And those are called protective styles, styles that have a long shelf life. So you're not over manipulating your child's hair. I recommend that you do those. I will have more information about protective styles on the website today. But when you have those styles, you don't have to do as much and you can put the wash day off. But if you're just wearing your hair out or in ponytails or something, you want to make sure that you don't skip the wash day. You want to pre-poo. My sister is a big fan of the pre-poo, and that's when you put a hot oil treatment on your hair before you shampoo. And you can just use any oil that you like, grapeseed oil, coconut oil, um, olive oil, and put a bag over your child's hair, you know, like one of those shower caps, and let it set on for 15 or 30 minutes, and then you're going to wash that out. When you go to wash your hair, very important, very important. This is as important as that Dimmon brush. You want to section your child's hair off into four sections minimum. Unless they're a baby and they have very fine hair, it's super short. But you want to section your child's hair off into four sections with that butterfly clip I mentioned earlier. And you want to wash and condition each section individually. Do not put your whole child's head in the sink or in the shower and wash it at one time. You're just going to create a jumbled mess that you're going to have to comb out. And one of the things that you have to understand is this can hurt. I mean, literally combing out your child's hair can hurt. And so a lot of times that drama that they're that they're experiencing or showing you is because it's just hurting and they don't want to do it. They're not looking forward to it. So make sure that you section that hair off 
and shampoo and condition each section and then pin it back up. You want to use so much conditioner. I'm talking tons of conditioner. Now, when you shampoo, some folks don't like to use shampoo with sulfates because sulfates can be drying, and this is true. There are a lot of inexpensive shampoos now that don't have sulfates in them, and I will put those online um, this afternoon. But you want to shampoo, and then you want to use tons and tons of conditioner, tons and tons. Now, I have two conditioners that I have used before, and I'm going to tell you what they are, and they're magic in a bottle. But what's best about them is they are super cheap. I'm talking super inexpensive. One is Aussie Moist. It is $2.99 at the grocery store, and I found it for three, four, eight at Target, I mean Walmart before. So it's super cheap. It is a miracle worker in a jar. I'm taking a pause. I'm going, to, I'm going to take a pause for effect. Miracle worker in a jar. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does, guys. It just softens the hair and it just combs out with that brush. It is amazing. So try that out. $2.99 and the Herbal Essence Hello Hydration. A little bit more expensive, around $4 at Walmart and Target. Still really good. My favorite is the Aussie Moist, but that's just me. But you want to use tons and tons of conditioner, and you want to make sure that that conditioner has what we call slip. And slip is that when you put it in your hands, your hands slip around your finger. Your fingers slip around each other. And, um, and that slip is what helps to break those hair tangles down and get that comb through it. That wide-tooth comb is great for combing out hair with that Aussie Moist or that, or that Hello Hydration Slip. You want to make you want to make sure you get slip. So if you have a question about slip, send me an email and I will help you figure out that. Um, but it's it's imperative that you get a conditioner with slip. And because you're using tons and tons, let's keep it cheap if we can, inexpensive if we can. And lastly, we're going to talk about the co-wash. The co-wash is the same as the curly, the CH method, which is the curly hair method. This is a great method. You can wash your hair with conditioner. And you're thinking that doesn't make a bit of sense to me, Micah. I know it doesn't make sense, but it works. Too much washing of ethnic hair is bad. It's going to dry it out. Too much sudsing, you know, like get in there and get those suds going. Too many suds dry our hair out. So, we don't need to wash our hair with suds all the time. If you get one of these inexpensive conditioners, you can use that as a co-wash. You wet your hair, put the conditioner on, rinse it out, do it again, and even a third time if you have to. And that's called co-wash. It's a great method. I use it. My daughter uses it. And so does my sister and her kids. It's awesome. But remember, you want to go inexpensive if you can um, if you're co-washing on a regular basis. And that Aussie Moist works well for that, too. And um, there's um, Shea Moisture has a great co-wash, and so does this product called As I Am. And you can get both of those at both Walmart, Target, and also at Sally's. I will give you some more, um, some additional co-wash you can try online as well. But make sure that you part that hair in four sections. Four sections. Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to have some tips on how to achieve softer hair, more manageable hair, and to keep our styles longer. Okay, guys, you hang in there, and I will see you on the other side. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you are an adoptive mom, you know that adopting can be the most profound experience of your life. But sometimes the journey of an adoptive parent can feel daunting. We can have these great wins, but we're not immune to setbacks that leave us feeling frustrated, confused, and lonely. Imagine a whole group of like-minded moms going through this alongside you. Moms who understand the goals and dreams you have for your child, but who also understand your challenges and fears. Moms supporting each other by clearing out those limiting beliefs we tell ourselves, quieting the noise around us, and getting back to our happy and healthy families. Join Micah Johnson for the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind. It's an online community for moms with regular meetings, one-on-one coaching and consulting, a private Facebook group, and much more. For more information about the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind, go to adoptionunscripted.com forward slash mastermind or call to chat with Micah directly at 615-392-0294. Streaming live. The leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Adoption Unscripted with Micah Johnson. If you'd like to reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to hello at adoptionunscripted.com. Now back to the program. Okay, guys, we are back. We are going to jump into management, hair management how to achieve softer hair, how to achieve more manageable hair, how to have our children's styles last longer when we are working with African-American hair. So I wanted to go back. Um, I mentioned the co-wash before the break. I'm a very frugal person. So I am the girl who is going to go for the bargain when I can, as long as that bargain product is going to give me the result that I am looking for. However, Sometimes we do have to spend a little bit more money to get a product that works better for us. There are some more expensive co-washes out there that I do suggest that you use. These can give um, a deeper conditioning for our kids' hair. Like I said, it tends to go to, tends to run dry. So definitely be prepared to spend a little bit more money on conditioners um, like co-wash or deep conditioning because those are every bit worth the money that you're going to spend. But when you are co-washing your child's hair or you're co-washing, you know, three times a week, if your child's active or you are co-washing even twice a week, you might, you can use a, a less expensive conditioner. Just make sure that you Factor in that sometimes you're going to need a deeper conditioning and that might be a more pricey product. Okay, so I want to make sure that we get time to get to some of these questions. So I'm going to go over with you ways to have more manageable hair. The first thing I'm going to say is 
you want to make sure that you moisturize. Now, conditioners moisturize, but we wash those out typically. So we want to use a leave-in conditioner every time you wash your hair and condition your hair. Once you rinse that conditioner out, you want to put a conditioner in. So when you're washing your child's hair, wash it, condition it, rinse it out, and then you want to apply a leave-in conditioner. Now, leave-in conditioners come in a liquid form. They come in what they call a milky form. They come in a cream form. And all of these have their benefits. All of these can work. It's really about finding what you want and what works best because no hair is the same. I mean, there's as many hair types in the African-American community are there are there are the ways that we can look physically and we can be a mixed bag you know so one product is not going to fit all I suggest that you try these products but what happens is you have like a bazillion products under your sink and you spent $300 and you still don't have what you need so go to the store pick something out Try it for two weeks, let it take time to work, and then if it doesn't, pick the next thing. But also, I'm going to sound a little bit contradictory because I just said you have to spend money on conditioner, but I'm going to also say that expensive isn't always best. Herbal Essence has fantastic problems for um, ethnic hair. They really do. And they're inexpensive, and they have a full line, and I'm, I'll am i take pictures of that. I think I did yesterday. I did, and I'll put that online. So you can certainly try drugstore brands to find the thing that you want, but none of us have time to spend a million dollars on products and just have a sink full of products that don't work, and I certainly don't recommend that you do that. So, But you want to make sure that you condition your hair. Mixed Chicks has great condition, conditioners for curly hair. Most um, African-American or mixed-raced hair is curly to some degree, even when it's chemically processed and straightened in its natural state. It is curly, and curly hair um, is dry, and so it needs conditioner. So Mixed Chicks has a great conditioner. It's a little more pricey but worth it carol's darter has a great conditioner it's a little more pricey and it's worth it but herbal essence has two great conditioners that i i use and they're not expensive at all but you want to make sure that you condition your hair every day now conditioning isn't the same as putting oil in your hair everyone this about five years ago coconut oil became the great thing and everyone started to use it but what we found is that sometimes coconut oil can be drying on our hair And you think that doesn't make sense. It's oil. How does it dry? It can be drying. I'm not exactly sure how that is. And if someone knows more about that, please share that with me. I'd love to know. But I do know that coconut oil can dry. So I had so many ladies send me emails and or messages on Facebook and say, I put coconut oil in my child's hair every day and it's still dry. Let's try to put coconut oil half the time and see if that works better. Because it could be that you are using the right product, but you're just using too much of it. And just cut it in half and see if that works better. So you want to use oil on your hair. And I'm going to say that if you're, if your child, if you're doing your child's hair and you put water on it, um, if you use a spray bottle and you put water and oil in the in the bottle together and shake it up and then spray that on your child's hair, you're going to... Uh, you're going to not only have the the oil not be quite as um, thick and heavy because it's mixed with the water, but it's going to penetrate the child's hair better. So try that. That works well. 
grapeseed oil is wonderful and it has a nice smell to it. Some folks don't like the way olive oil smells in children's hair or coconut oil. Grapeseed is wonderful. So you can try that. I, I, I like that myself. Um, but cut down on half the oil that you use. And I think you might see that that oil is really doing what it's supposed to do. It's just you're just a little too heavy handed with it and using it too much. You want to check your hair throughout the day to see if weather, uh, humidity, um, changes the way your child's hair feels. So if you put oil on their hair and you see it's still dry at 4 o'clock, you might want to just apply a little bit more at the end of the day or pick an oil that has a longer shelf life and lasts a little bit longer. But a lot of this is trial and error. And that's why we want to make sure that we don't spend too much money before we happen on our magic, our our secret sauce. This is a, a pretty... Obvious one that a lot of people don't think of, but drink a lot of water. Drink more water. Have your children drink more water um, because that's going to help our hair to stay moisturized as well. And that's probably one of the things you can do and see the fastest change is when you just add more water to your child's diet. And sulfates. Sulfates are an added that they put into shampoo that helps to break down um, and clarify your hair. And clarify just means to strip it of all the bad things and leave it chemically balanced where it's supposed to be without the oils and stuff on there. Sometimes, though, sulfates can be drying. Now, I'm not one to say don't use sulfates at all. Sometimes we need to use shampoos to get some of that buildup that we have. Um, I spoke to David at Sally's yesterday. He's awesome. If you're in Brentwood, check David out at the Sally's in Brentwood. And he said that um, he sees folks who come in Sally's by far purchase um, Shea Moisture products by far. And that the most, the biggest complaint they have is that their children's hair is dry and that they're looking for ways to help with that. And his suggestion was to use a light moisturizer throughout throughout the week and determine how much you need and then make that your routine. And the longer you do it, the better. So stick to itness is um, another another suggestion that he had that I absolutely agree with. Don't use a product one day and expect a miracle to happen. Try it for a couple of days or a week and then see what happens before you make the change. So... Um, And also, um, I'm going to list some products that are clarifying shampoos that don't have sulfates because now you can even see that in drugstore products as well. All righty. Let's see if we can get into some of these questions. Like I said, I had so many ladies and a couple of gentlemen ask questions on Facebook and Twitter. And I said I was going to try to get to as many of these as I can. So let's go ahead and jump in. And also, I love getting the pictures of your children. That was awesome. It's so Great to see all these beautiful faces, and it gives me an idea of what your child's hair looks like, so it's better for me to make some suggestions. This one was from Heather, and she says, how to help an older teen girl learn to care for her own hair and teach her protective styles to prevent her hair from locking up? Well, you can have her listen to the show. That's the one thing, because it'll give her just the basics. If you give her the right tools... And you give her the right products, she should be able to manage her hair on her own with your help and guidance. Protective styles for her might be braids. They might be twists. They could be her own braids or braids that were put in by a stylist. A bun. My daughter wears a bun to school almost every day. It's a great protective style. Um, A ponytail is a great protective style. The only thing we have to be 
careful with is that we don't want to put too much stress on the ends of the hair when we're pulling it back. So you want to find a great edge cream or a great um, gel that can smooth those edges back. And I will list that as well. And a soft brush. The brush that I mentioned that was the smoothing brush, you want to use that around the edges so that your hair doesn't break. But I think if you give your daughter the right tools and the right products, that she'll be able to, and a a protective style can be a bun. It doesn't have to be fancy. Or it can be um, a braid out or a twist out, and that's where you take the hair at night, you braid it up. You moisten it a little bit, you braid it up, and then when you wake up in the morning, you take the braids out, and it gives you this beautiful, full, fluffy hair. It's a great style. It's kind of wild and and, it's, and very bouncy and very beautiful. So she can try a braid out or a twist out as well on that. Um, <clears throat> one question was, how should I appropriately care and maintain my son's hair? How often should I brush? How often should his hair be cut? Well, I don't know how old your child is, Ashley, but I'm thinking that he's a little boy. And if he is, you can take him to the barber and the barber will determine how often he should get his hair cut. If he is a baby, I would suggest that you trim it very infrequently because it's not growing that fast. So maybe trim it once every maybe three months or four months and just clip those ends off. If he has a softer edge of hair, a a softer texture of hair, you can kind of pull it up and just clip the ends. It shouldn't be that much that you need to take off, especially if it's a a boy and he's not doing as much. Boys don't tend to do as much to their hair as girls do. We don't tend to do as much to our son's hair. So just clipping those ends every, I would say, maybe four or six months should be enough, especially if he's young. And if he's not, and if he's old enough to go to the barber, then the barber will take that right off your hands and they will manage your, your son's hair for you. So I hope that answers your question. Ashley, if you need more, just go ahead and send me an email um, from the website. Okay, so we are going to take our next break and we're going to talk about how often we should wash our children's hair when we come back. And someone has another question about co-washing. So we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. Um, I had so many questions. If you need me to do a part two of this show, please send me an email and I absolutely will. Like I said, our hair is such a mixed bag that there is not a one size fits all. And so if we need to follow up this show with a part two, I'd be more than happy to do that. Okay, guys, so you stay tuned. We'll come back from the break and we'll keep with on with our questions. All right, I'll see you on the other side. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you are an adoptive mom, you know that adopting can be the most profound experience of your life. 
but sometimes the journey of an adoptive parent can feel daunting. We can have these great wins, but we're not immune to setbacks that leave us feeling frustrated, confused, and lonely. Imagine a whole group of like-minded moms going through this alongside you. Moms who understand the goals and dreams you have for your child, but who also understand your challenges and fears. Moms supporting each other by clearing out those limiting beliefs we tell ourselves, quieting the noise around us, and getting back to our happy and healthy families. Join Micah Johnson for the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind. It's an online community for moms with regular meetings, one-on-one coaching and consulting, a private Facebook group, and much more. For more information about the Adoption Unscripted Thriving Moms Mastermind, go to adoptionunscripted.com forward slash mastermind or call to chat with Micah directly at 615-392-0294. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Adoption Unscripted with Micah Johnson. If you'd like to reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at adoptionunscripted.com. Now back to the program. Okay, guys, we are back. We are answering questions um, from a Facebook post I made yesterday. Um, and I ask everyone to send in questions if they had um, some concerns or they were unsure on how to manage their African-American children's hair. And I tell you, I was flooded. Thanks so much for everyone for responding to the questions. And like I said in the last segment, if you think we need uh, to spend some more time on this, just let me know. And I will make sure to add this topic into the next up- the upcoming shows because I want to make sure that everyone feels like they have a great foundation and a place to start. And as I've said, it can be overwhelming, to say the least, sometimes when you don't know what you're doing and you've tried so many things and nothing seems to be working. So let's I'm going to try to help you with that and so you can have less stress and create beautiful hair for your, for your children. Okay, so Nancy has a question. She says, how often should I wash their hair should I use coconut oil to keep it soft well Nancy if you're washing your children's hair more than once a week and when I say wash I mean with shampoo if you're washing your children's hair more than once a week you're washing it too much this is a biggie for especially white parents because you wash your hair sometimes every day and for people of color especially black and brown children, it is um, the opposite. We do not wash our hair every day. Now, we need the moisture of water on our hair, and that's why it's great to co-wash, but we don't need the suds and the, and the, the soap, the shampoo. That's the part that we don't need. I 
put water on my daughter's hair often, sometimes every day, but I also put um, essential oils on her hair and I also put moisturizer on her hair. I don't wash it every day. Sometimes we can even go as long as two weeks. As long as the hair is not looking dirty and doesn't have um, an odor to it of product buildup, now, if we have children and they're very active and they sweat or they, you know, they play sports or they swim, then, of course, you would need to wash their hair more because that sweat and stuff gets in the hair. And it's not good for the scalp either. So in that, in that situation, you would wash more often. But if that's not your situation, once a week is about as much as you should be using shampoo on your hair. And as far as coconut oil is concerned, coconut oil is great but it can be drying. So I would suggest, Nancy, you cut back on that coconut oil and see if that works better. And the last question that we have um, is about the co-wash and just using conditioner. As I said before, and this was from Deanna. As I said before, Deanna, and by the way, thanks for responding to my message on Facebook. Um, it, it, it sounds crazy to wash your hair with conditioner. I mean, you're not even going to get any suds or anything. We don't want the suds. We just want the conditioner. And there's something about the the warmth of the water and penetrating the hair follicles and the and the conditioner. It just leaves the hair so much softer. And that is a great way to combat dryness is to co-wash with conditioner. When our hair is wet, it's going to it's going to absorb most of the product when our hair is wet. And that's what co-washing is for. It your hair is wet and you're putting the conditioner on it and it's penetrating the hair shaft. So I would recommend that everyone, if you have not been co-washing, to give it a try. And I think you might be pleasantly surprised by what you see. Now, I'm going to go over with you one more time the um, the products, not the, I'm sorry, not the products, the um Supplies I want you to get in case you don't, you're out and about and you don't have time to go online or wait for me to post this today. You want to get a wide tooth comb. You want to get a Denman brush. You want to get a rat tail comb. You want to get a smoothing brush for edges. You want to get a spray bottle and you want to get clips. These are the supplies that you would need. I'm going to give you a list of products that you would need that are basic products as well but these are the supplies and there was one product that I've not tried before David said that he had not known anyone that had used it but it was a great product by a great manufacturer and he thought it was probably great it was a straightening brush and it was only at Sally's and I think it was like $15 so it was kind of pricey but it looked like a flat iron because it had two sides but you didn't plug it up you just kind of clapped it over the hair and pulled it back. And he said that it actually smoothed out the hair. So if anyone has tried that product, I would love to hear how that worked. Because I stood there for a couple of minutes trying to decide if I was going to drop this almost $16 on this brush. So if anyone has used it and can let me know their uh, review of it, I would love to hear that. Because I was in ready to buy it. And I might go get it today and put an... Uh, review on on my website we'll see so i hope that this has helped y'all and that you have a good foundation remember if you have questions 
and you're like, Micah, that was great, but you didn't really answer my question, please feel free to leave me an email at www.adoptionunscripted.com or hello at Adoption Unscripted. If you go on the website, you can just click the contact page and, and you can leave me an email or you can all super fancy, guys. I got this new number that you can call and leave me messages and I will respond Or and it rings in my purse. So if you call me, I might just answer while I'm in the car picking up my daughter from school today. But that number where you can reach me is 615-392-0294. And that is the number for the show for Adoption Unscripted. You can call me and leave me a message. I will get back to you. Or you can just leave me a message to email you and I will do that. Before we wrap up the show today, I wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about my mastermind group. I am so excited about this mastermind group, y'all. We have been working on it. Jill and I have been working on it. And we are so thrilled that we have gotten great response. And if you think that you're at a place in your adoption journey where you just need some support and you need someone or a group of women that are right there with you going through the same things you're going through and you want to develop relationships with these like-minded women, I suggest that you go online to adoptionunscripted.com forward slash mastermind and read about the mastermind. We have put it full of services we are. We hope that we're going to give you more than you need. We hope that we are going to develop and grow lifelong relationships with this group of women. We have three topics in the mastermind. Now, you might think, well, I fit more than one topic, and you absolutely do. In that case, you might want to pick the topic that you want the most support with. We have a mastermind group for moms who are fostering children. So foster moms, whether foster to adopt or fostering in your home every day, there's a specific um, group of challenges that come with being a foster mom. We have a mastermind group for moms who have adopted transracially. So you would get to talk with moms who are having some of these same journeys that we're talking about today in your mastermind group and be able to give your best tips and tricks and give suggestions and help with areas that you found challenging and have others help you with areas that they found challenging. And um, you will also, we also have one group for uh, trauma mamas. And these are moms that have children that have experienced past trauma. Now, as I said earlier, you could see yourself in both groups or all three groups, maybe. And I suggest if you're interested in the mastermind and you don't know what group might be best for you, that you call me on that number, that 615-392-0294 number, and we can chat and determine which group you think would be the best for you. Everyone in the group will get um, a 30-minute call with me weekly where we will talk about whatever you're feeling stuck with, whatever is bugging you, an area where you would like some feedback or you want to improve. You'll also have this really great 90-minute intensive session where we'll take a deep dive into different topics and everyone will have a chance to be the focus of the group so you can bring up a topic that you've had an issue with in the past week and we will all create that mastermind and help you to work through that issue. We also have a live, um, live. I'm sorry, a live Facebook group with Facebook Lives in it. That was a jumbled mess. I just said a Facebook group with Facebook Live 
in it where you I'll pop on and I will do um, different uh, segments and trainings and things like that. So if you're interested in the mastermind, please check it out online. If you have any more questions about today's show, please remember to give me an email or a call. You guys have a fantastic weekend and I will see you next Friday. Okay, guys, be blessed. Thanks for joining us for Adoption Unscripted. We hope you'll tune in for another edition of the program with your host, Micah Johnson, next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. 